Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harridge here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Hope you had a good week this week. It really, this should have been a very good week. It really should have been a good week. Start off great. Look, we had the January 24th capitulation lows. Markets were moving along just fine. <clears throat> and then what happened? Let's see. Let's call it uh, Biden depression kicked in. Meaning that the guy just got sick and tired of being sick and tired. I mean, he's surrounded by nothing but bad news because he's a horrible president. And so, you know, it's karma, right? He's getting what he deserves. But, <laughs> but you know, the CPI comes out on Wednesday. And here we go. Boom. Wow. Seven and a half percent. Are you serious? So it was a horrible day. Inflation destroying everything. He's sick and tired of it. This has been an ongoing story, which is what's always been behind these rate hikes, folks. It's never been, it's never, ever been that the economy is so strong we must hike rates a thousand times. It's never been that. Anyone telling you that? I'm sorry. I, I just got to, it's Friday, right? Have a little fun here. Anyone telling you that they have to hike rates aggressively because the economy is just banging, too banging strong. They just they just don't know what they're talking about. I could be mean-spirited here, but you know what? I, I'm generous. It's a Friday. They're idiots. <laughs> they're complete idiots because this is the Obama's third term, right? We have history on our side here. We know what happens when you have an economy dominated by stimulus and quantitative easing. We've been We've seen this movie. And it, it always ends the same way, doesn't it? Slow growth, slower growth. Again, I wasn't talking recession before. I wasn't before. Now I'm starting to think that it's likely we're going to have a recession this year. Because <clears throat> you don't hike rates in slowing economy. You just don't do that. And we got evidence again today. The, the, uh, uh, the um, uh, consumer sentiment came, University of Michigan consumer sentiment numbers came out. Huge miss to estimates again, okay? We're now down to a decade low. They called it a stunningly bad report. That was the a stunningly bad report. That's how bad it missed. Decade low consumer confidence. That is not the sign of an economy that's, that's getting stronger. So this has always been, we can leave that behind us now. This, this is, this is, I'm going to talk about a lot of conspiracy facts today, okay? This is an important podcast, folks. I believe it's an important podcast for you. Based on what I've learned over my years of doing this, what my mentors taught me, Including today, we're going to get into when the first shot's fired, buy, buy, buy. I'll explain what that means because you got to sell some shit and you got to buy some stuff. When the first shot is fired, talking about Russia, Ukraine. I'm going to tell you what that, what that looks like. And I don't know if you saw gold in the miners today. Boom. I mean, this is what we've been telling you we thought was going to happen. And it just happened like right on cue. But this week should have been better. We shouldn't have ended today with another 500-point down day in the Dow Jones. But, but don't despair because the internals have been telling us what's really going on here. But let's talk about the markets first, and we'll get to all this stuff because we're going to talk about that. I'm going to tell you about uh, what to expect exactly with this Russian-Ukraine nonsense because it's a scripted movie. We've seen it before. It's a scripted movie. <laughs> People, it, it is crazy to me, right? I happen to remember these things. I think people forget that we just went through this. This just happened in 2014 under Obama-Biden. <laughs> Russia took Crimea in 2014, as in they walked in and took it. The U.S. provided no military assistance. This was a gift, right, from one communist to another. Folks, we still have communists in power in D.C. And I'm talking about Republicans as well. They're all part of the same uniparty, the, uh, the, the elite ruling class. I used to call it the permanent ruling class. Permanent sounds awful, doesn't it? So it's, I think, more apt. Tyler brought this up. 
at the elite ruling class, I think is more apt because it includes the Republicans, right, and the Democrats. They're on the same side. They're communists. What's a communist? They want to they want to be, have everything and rule over the peons. So let's just that's just simple. It doesn't have to be China. It doesn't have to be Russia. Okay, we're talking about globalists, really. It's what we're talking. It's just it's, these are all you know, labels, right? But the bottom line is they think they're smarter than everybody else and they want to dominate everybody else. That's a communist. That's a globalist. It's socialist. Whatever. That's the way this works. And that's what they want to do here. So this is a movie playing out. Communists are helping communists. If Ukraine is invaded by Russia, it will be with the complete backing of the Biden administration. Know that. Know that. Because it happened before and that's why It'll be a great buying opportunity. I'm going to work my way back around to that. First of all, again, not, not a good day today. Look, markets, yeah, this is the algorithm driven. You know, every time Biden comes out, all Americans should leave Ukraine. The UK said the same thing today. Get out, you know. So here we go. It, 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 it's starting to look like something's going to happen here. But again, it's scripted. So uh, uh, I'll walk you through what happened in two previous situations where exactly this happened and what the end result was in just a second. Again, Dow Jones down 503 points today at 34,738. We're still 1,800 points above the January 24th uh, uh, capitulation lows, well above. What is that, 5, 6, 7%? Uh, Rust 2000 uh, today was down that, uh, uh, 1%. Uh, Dow Jones down 1.4%. Uh, SP 100 down 1.9 percent. That's a pretty big loss there. But again, still above important support levels. And uh, Nasdaq today was the hardest hit. That's not what you want to see. But again, algorithms, tech selling. This kind of goes hand in glove with a market that's accelerating to the downside. Down 2.7 percent today uh, at uh, 13,791. VIX today up uh, just 14 percent. I mean, that's not a huge move, you know. Uh, but here's the real story. Everyone's talking about <clears throat> the two the ten year jumping beyond two percent. Did you see it today? Back down to one point nine five percent. That's a pretty big move lower because that's where the ten year is gonna go. All right? This is gravity that's in place. It's gravity in motion. It will continue to be in motion. Yields will only go lower outside of these short term spikes we have, because again, the economy is just not strong. Inflation is what they want to get their arms wrapped around. I think they got about a quarter to do it. Remember, Janet Yellen used to be uh, uh, the Fed chair, okay? Now she's Treasury Secretary with Obama. So, you, you know, she's, she's having this conversation with Jay Powell going, Jay, listen, reverse the roles, dude. If, if you were in my shoes working for Biden, what would you want to do? You got, inflation's going to have to get under control. Now, listen, we can rig the numbers, and we will. Of course, we already do because we already know that inflation is not 7.5% year over year. It's like 20%. Look at all, look at the list of things that cost 15, 20, 30% more, gas 40% more. So we can rig the numbers, right? We, and this will be the high print, 7.5% will be the high print, but you got to do your part to at least get this stuff down. So scare, scare the hell out of everybody and, 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 you know, get rates up a little bit. Let, let's put the fear of God into people, these home, home buyers. Let's get things cooled down a little bit. Let's find, find a way to get inflation uh, tampered. So no one's talking about it anymore. But folks, what's the best way, what's the very best way to get people to stop talking about 40-year highs in inflation and rampant, violent crime all over the country? What's the best way to do that? It's wag the dog. So again, we're watching a scripted movie here to at least some degree. The problem with that, of course, is things that always go wrong. And there's a, there is a wild card element to this. 
But I want to remind everybody, I'll explain this to you now when I said earlier, my mentors <clears throat> explained this to me, and I didn't listen as well as I should have. Ted Parsons, my, my first mentor here in Houston uh, at Underwood Newhouse, just a brilliant older guy, and his, his mentor worked on Wall Street during the Great Depression. So I come, that's the lineage I come from with mentors. By the way, Ted was a lot smarter than me, okay? But, uh, but, but he taught me a lot of things that are important. He, had, he really didn't suffer fools. So, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't uh, get these lessons more than once. Uh, I didn't, he felt like I didn't deserve them, and he's probably right. Uh, but one of the things he taught me was that <clears throat> when war breaks out, geopolitical strife and turmoil, but when the first shot is fired, you sell everything that you had owned going into it. Everything you bought as a hedge. So, for example, first shot's fired in oil. You sell oil. You'd sell gold. Now, we like gold long-term, so maybe that's a bad example. But if you had, like, options, which we do in our parabolic options program, we have GDX calls. So we would sell those, right? First shot fired. Now, if that sounds like, Kipper, you're making this up, it's not like you're making this up. Here's, you can research this yourself. I watched it happen, and I didn't believe it when it happened. I just, Tyler and I just had this conversation. When Daddy Bush, okay, the CIA Bush, right, H.W. Walker Bush, whatever his initials stood for, when he went to war with Iraq, okay, over Kuwait, right? When he went to war with Iraq over Kuwait, this happened exactly then. The oil prices hit their high on the very day of the invasion. Then, when, when, when Junior, when W went to war with Iraq, same thing happened. Oil topped and the markets roared. Roared higher in both cases. So, you sell your, your hedges or something that would, you were making money on going into the war... And it's really a sell the rumor, buy the news event. It's what it is. Sell the rumor, buy the news event. So you would be buying aggressively on the first shot fired, you'd be buying tech stocks. First shot fired, you'd be buying S&P 500. And if you play the options markets, you'd be buying like QQQ calls or maybe semiconductors, you know, something like that. You don't have to you know, take a lot of different positions. They're all going to kind of do the same thing. But I would take two. I'd, I'd want to be in tech and SP 500. That's how we're going to play here, tech and SP 500 on first shot fired should this, uh, should this movie actually begin. Um, and for people that go, wait, wait a minute, Kip. You're, you're saying that this is all scripted. Okay, that maybe. I mean, because this, this is the elite, you know, playing their games. Maybe, maybe I could buy that. But to say it's all scripted and it's just a movie, aren't you taking it too far? When people ask me that question, and I've been asked it already twice today, I look at them like, have you forgotten what's going on right now? The pandemic. Have you, have you forgotten that we are currently living right now through a pandemic? Okay? And, uh, I mean, all the evidence, look, we don't have to go through it again today, but clearly, all right, this thing was planned long, long ago. And, again, that's the 80% element. 80% is scripted. The 20%, you don't know what could go wrong. And, of course, that is the case here with nuclear powers. But if it's communist helping communist, which I believe is what this is, then we don't have to worry about nuclear weapons going off. And we don't have to worry about any worst-case scenarios. We certainly didn't when Russia took Crimea in 2014 under Obama and Biden, did we? You know, I just, Oh, Biden, I guess is what I'll say from now on. So that's going to be our playbook on any invasion that will mark a sell the rumor, buy the news event, first shot fired. That's what we're going to be doing. And uh, it's, you know, do your own research, you know, find out through history if this is held up because, folks, it has held up. Uh, and and it, it's always weird. I remember the first time I saw it happen, like, wait a minute, how did the Dow Jones just go up 
in a day. How, how did how did the Dow just go up five percent? Well, we just went to war. What is going on here? And then you know, obviously, I'm older now, been through it a few times, and now I'm like, okay, this is an opportunity for me to teach other people about how this works because this is how this works. There are never guarantees. I guess I, I don't even know why I got to put that out there. Everybody knows that. But, you know, a lot of you on this podcast are, are older like me or you're a student of history. You know exactly what I'm talking about, okay? But for the others, you know, maybe you're younger, first time you've been through this stuff, you don't know who to trust. You certainly don't want to watch CNBC and Bloomberg. My God, they're state mouthpieces. You know, they're just official mouth beards of the state is what they are. And, uh, you know, they're the ones facilitating the movie, just like they did during the pandemic. They all said the same thing. They all had the worried brows. Oh, my God, this is going to kill us. Oh, my God, you better, you've got to get this vaccine. Oh, my God, <laughs> breath, mask everywhere. You know, all the stuff in Texas were going, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You, you know how stupid you sound? So I think this is what's going to happen here. It does look now to me like something is going to happen because Biden has got to get this stuff. He's got to wag the dog. He's got to get the bad news off of his agenda. Because what also happens here is that when a country goes to war, now we're not going to war, but again, they're saying it's our ally. I honestly didn't know Ukraine was really even an ally. It's one of the most corrupt countries on the, on the planet. We all know this now because of Hunter Biden and Daddy and the money they've made out of Ukraine. You know, just all oh, such a scam, isn't it? Um, but what happens typically is when a country is in a geopolitical situation like this of conflict, the country tends to rally around the flag and around the president. Certainly happened after 9-11. And uh, that's a normal thing. So that's what Biden is hoping for. And certainly those that still, you know, the sheep that right, watch the mainstream media, they will be affected by this. But they already were, you know, maybe they'll come back home. Maybe though, maybe maybe the inflation's killing them, you know. But maybe this will get them to to come back home, and and it'll it'll firm up his base. It will do that. It will firm up Biden's base. They're hoping just enough so that the midterms aren't aren't a destruction. And you, you know, you still don't know what these people have planned because they're not they're not normal. These are evil people. These are evil evil people. So we have to really uh, be on constant lookout for what they're going to do next. But look. I would expect that we're going to have some kind of conflict. I just told you what our playbook is going to be. Uh, we will be selling uh, our uh, our uh, positions, trading positions only, in uh, in, in miners and 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 oil and and hedges, if you will, and then we will be bu aggressively buying, aggressively buying tech and SP 100 positions. Th those those related positions, okay. Uh, and uh, if I'm wrong, you know what, then I, 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 I'm wrong. I, I'm wrong from time to time. But I get the big stuff right. I tend to get the big stuff right. I wouldn't be this forceful about it, folks, if just we don't have a lot of history behind what I'm saying. Just like, just like we have a lot of history behind the fact that the markets love rate hikes. They just do. We've covered this ad nauseum in this podcast today. We have some new people joining us every day. So I'll just say this. Go back over time. And you're going to see, this is well-documented. MarketWatch even did a piece on this today. But it seems like so many people struggle with this. Uh, I mean, I deal with it all day long on Twitter. And the emails I get from people that are like, what are you, what are you talking about? What do you mean interest rates are good for the market? Have, have you not been watching CNBC, Kev? Do you not know what they're saying? You know, it's, 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 it's we're in tur turmoil here. You know, it's, uh, it, it just doesn't work that way.
the markets love rate hikes. We have history that backs that up. And so I, I don't I can go through all of it, but the bottom line is this. At least through the first three rate hikes, the markets tend to be very, very bullish and typically longer than even that. We're talking about significant gains, 20, 30, 40% gains in the SP 500 over a couple year time frame, okay? And that means a lot of stocks will make you even more than that. And we just had to be coming out of an era we've already had this significant bear market, really, because the average NASDAQ stock fell 50% going into the January 24th capitulation low. So we've already had that bear market. That's why the internals have gotten so much better. Now, they work today, but the Dow dropped 500 points. NASDAQ down 2.7%. You can't expect a miracle, right, when you have this. But for example, today, and the same thing happened on Wednesday, um, the internals were fantastic here at midday. We're talking two-to-one positive on volume for NYSE. Positives across the board, advanced decline and volume. Positives across the board. The late-day sell-off did that in. Same thing happened on Wednesday. But I'm telling you, folks, this is a this is a market that is, is going through a personality change. It's a pattern change. The, the, the internals are getting better. They just are. And that's the sign of a market that really it's going to bend, but it's not going to break. That's my take. Again, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I don't you know, I wish I like to know where people stand. You know, I like to know where people stand. That's where I stand. And that's where Tyler and I have done a lot of work on this. The markets love higher rates. That's how we're playing this. And by the way. Guess what else? Love higher rates. I wrote this up yesterday. By the way, if you're not here with us, come join us for two free weeks just to get this research. And don't, don't pay us. Or just email me. If you just want to email me, send me an email, and I'll send it to you. You can contact us through the website, vrainsider.com. Uh, support at vrainsider.com. We, I put out a p- two pieces yesterday about the fact that Pres- Tyler talked about yesterday. Gold, silver, and the miners. But really gold and the miners more than anything. But they all move, tend to move together. But the miners had the biggest moves, okay? The, 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 the leverage is in the underlying equities. Gold and the miners don't just go higher. They don't just go higher during rate cycle hikes. They scream higher, okay? They scream higher. And I think that's well documented. You go back over time. I just lost my... Oh, my computer just shut down here. All right, well... I don't need that anyway. I've got it all up here, all upstairs in the big old brain. During, uh, <laughs> I, I have to guesstimate some of these numbers, but this is close. When under, uh, this is under uh, George Bush, the Fed raised rates 17 straight times from 2004, 2006, okay? I had just recommended gold and silver. It's my second ever newsletter uh, that I put out for the VRA in 2003. Second letter was buy gold, silver, and the miners. Now, GDX didn't exist then. So we used Newmont Mining. That's, that's how we played it. And we, we got in, and then boom. Here come the rate hikes. Everybody was like, oh my God, gold is going to get crushed. It's crushed. Because gold, and, you know, gold doesn't do well when rates go up. How many times have we heard this? Folks, it's just not true. It's, uh, it's like an old wives' tale that just has been, has been repeated throughout history over time but has no backing behind it because there is no backing behind it. History tells us clearly that once rates start going up, gold, silver, and the miners explode higher. Again, primarily gold and the miners. Uh, Silver is an industrial metal, so there are some other considerations there. And again, we're talking about 300% moves higher from for for the miners, 300% move higher from 2004, 2008. Uh, And then we're talking about, uh, again, for the miners, when the next rate hike, this is under, under, under Trump, uh, 2016, when they raised rates eight straight times, then you're looking at, again, very similar, 200 and something percent move. The numbers aren't in front of you, but 
Big, big moves higher. Gold as well, of course. Gold doubled from 2004 to 2008. Gold doubled again from 2016 to 2020, just before uh, the pandemic hit, okay? So that's, that's what we were setting up in front of us. And that's why gold in the miners were up so, so big today. Again, uh, what was that? Uh, five, six, seven percent, seven percent, I think it was, six percent in, in the miners for GDX today. And so <clears throat> we are in, in pretty good shape here uh, as far as those positions go. And we'll be looking to sell those calls on the first shot fired. Uh, but again, gold and the miners love higher rates. The stock market loves higher rates. Just remember those things. And I think we'll all be pretty good here. Uh, okay, I, again, I, I can't pull up the internals. I just remember them. I looked at them a second ago. I apologize. I'm waiting for my screen to load here. I've got another screen, but it's not to that page. Uh, listen, it was two to one negative, right? Pretty much across the board. A little bit worse than NASDAQ, but volume was two to one negative. Advanced decline, two to one negative. Could have been a lot worse. It was a little bit worse than NASDAQ, but again, midday today in the internals were, 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 were solidly positive, okay? And that's the trend we've been seeing. So much better than we saw throughout the fourth quarter. This is a big pattern change, folks. It just is. Um, at this point, I kind of want to get that first shot fired to get this crap behind us. But I'll tell you what, you know, anybody that says the Fed needs to aggressively hike rates, boy, you just don't do that into a slowing economy. You just don't do that. That's how you bring a recession. Remember, Jay Powell's already made, since he's been, had his term as Fed chair. He's actually in the second term about to start if he gets approved this time. Pressure's on there for that. He's made four big policy mistakes just so far. This is now looking at his fifth, but he's a deer in the headlight. He's a deer in the headlight to a certain degree. Um, but again, we want to be the smart money. We don't want to react. We always want to act. And that's why we try to set these situations up for you so you're ready for them. You know? Do your own research and due diligence. If you find anything I'm saying here not to be true, if it sounds wrong to you, you, you research it and let me know. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm, I'm right, okay? And you'll find that to be true, I believe, in your research. Uh, okay, I do have the internals here as far as the... Uh, what is going on with this? Okay, uh, the uh, sector watch today was uh, not pretty. Uh, techno nine sectors high, lower, two higher. Uh, led the downside by technology. Again, down 3%. You know, tech tech leads both directions, doesn't it? Elevator up, uh, 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 escal escalator up, elevator down. Uh, discriminatory discretionary down 2.8%. 2 communication services down 2.5%. I think Tyler told me uh, communication services, that's, of course, Facebook, Twitter, the world, they just broke to a new low, uh, which, what a shame, isn't it? What Really, it's a shame. I ran the numbers last night. It's such a shame that... Um, since uh, over this, in the last year, I've got these numbers in my head. Facebook is down 44%. Twitter is down 60%. I mean, what a shame, isn't it? it, it, it what really makes it painful, really, because we love these, these censorship companies so much, don't we? What really makes it painful is the fact that during this, just the last four months that Trump Media has been around, VRA 10-bagger, Trump Media, which has been just rock solid during this pullback in the markets, Trump Media is up 800% in four months, while Facebook and Twitter are getting destroyed. I just, it just pain, doesn't it pain you to see, <laughs> you know, if you're a patriotic American, you're like, yes, let's go, keep going. And of course, we, we think it will. We're big fans of Trump Media. I, I am very, I'm very optimistic about the future, folks. Um, 
We obviously have to do something about this elite ruling class. I don't know what that is, but I have to hope that we get more and more MAGA types elected. This uh, red wave or tsunami is coming in November. Then we can start chipping away at it. You know, Trump Trump tried and they buried him in bullshit. You know, it's 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 the more I look at this, the easier it is for me to say, okay. I kind of see how he got the pandemic wrong. What was he supposed to do exactly? He was kind of trapped, you know? And there's so much stuff we'll never know, you know what I mean? But uh, it is what it is. For for 95% of the stuff that Trump did, I mean, I'm pretty much in his corner policy-wise. Obviously, that's not the case when it comes to the pandemic called coronavirus insanity. Um, listen, I could... Uh, oh, Commodity Watch. Let's do that today. Uh, 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 what? I lost that screen, too. Gold, <laughs> gold was up today. I think around eighteen hundred and forty dollars an ounce. Go, uh, oil today was up. I remember this in my head. The oil today was up four dollars a barrel at uh, almost ninety four dollars a barrel. That's another seven year high. Uh, Bitcoin today. I've got that in front of me. Uh, I always have Bitcoin in front of me. Bitcoin today down fifteen hundred eighty two at forty two thousand five thirty eight. This is just not a great. It's not a great environment for Bitcoin. It's just not. One of the problems that I have, by the way, this is interesting. I think. So in Canada, these fascist, true fascist pigs, Trudeau, and these, these tyrant authoritarians now really putting their, their, their boot on the throat of these truckers trying to. First, you know, you had uh, 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 GoFundMe, which, which just said, no, you can't have the $9 million that was raised for you, 11, whatever it was, 11, I think. Then the uh, Ontario, whatever he calls them, the premier, uh, Ford comes out and says, no, we're just going to, we're going to take, we're just going to, no, we're not going to seize them. We're going to freeze them. All the go send me funds. That's what is that now? Eight, nine million. We're looking at like $20 million. That's just been taken from these truckers. Okay. So the question becomes with Bitcoin and I see this all the time. So we finally got into this last night a little bit on Twitter with some very smart people. And the answer was not very soothing to people that are Bitcoin fans because Bitcoin there's no privacy with Bitcoin. It's fully reportable. And also, if they can just take funds from bank accounts in Canada and Venezuela and, and, and North Korea. Again, these are all communist, deeply communist, brutal communist countries. Canada, of course, now is as well. What a shame. What, what an un, look how fast this happened, right? You never give up your Second Amendment. Never, ever, ever give up. So Canadians can still have weapons, but it's very hard now just to, to protect yourself like we have here, you know, when everybody can have as many guns as you want. That ain't the case in Canada. Matter of fact, if you do, they, they look at you as your domestic terrorist already, you know. They, 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 they lost. Can't, Canadians are just too, they're too nice. They got taken advantage of. You can't be nice to tyrants. You cannot be nice to tyrants. So with Bitcoin, if they can just take money, why can't they just shut down the ability to withdraw Bitcoin? So how do you do that? Well, it's tied to your bank account, right? Number one, right? Go, go transfer it, take it out. Or what else do you do? Go to an ATM that's Bitcoin friendly, right? Well, guess what? They can shut those down too. Now you're looking at a situation where you're, you're having to barter with somebody. Well, wouldn't I rather have gold for that? I don't know. There are limitations. Now, there's, there are other options like Monero, okay, which is what people said last night. They said it's untraceable. You know, really? My problem with that is this. Th these Canadians, tyrants, these, these Hitlers, 
are making up rules on the fly, lies on the fly. They're just making up, making stuff up. Say, oh, this is legal. That's legal. It's legal. That's legal. Right? Uh, fuel cans are illegal. Supporting truckers, it's illegal. Uh, this is not what a demo- happens in a democracy. Right? This is what happens in a brutal dictatorship. Every Canadian, every American, should be scared shitless over what's happening right now. So much so, we should never, ever, ever elect another liberal because they always go to what they really are in their DNA. They're hardcore, brutal communists. And now we got the evidence, right? Rona has made people more of what they already were. And now Rona has made communists what they already were. Brutal. Obviously brutal tyrants. Okay? The problem with Monero is that now... They can just change and say they can make a law like like the Ford did today. If you support the truckers, you're you're, you're going to lose everything. You provide support to them, we take it all. You'll have a criminal record. You won't be able to leave the country. This Ford, this is not conjecture. Ford said this today. So all they have to do is say, you, we catch you with a Monero account. You're going to go to jail for 30 years. How many people would say, okay, I'm, I, I'm gonna, I, I, I guess I'm going to fight that, or I'm, I'm going to hope I don't get caught? The average person is not going to do that. So again, we're seeing some real limitations with Bitcoin, which gets me back to what I've always said Bitcoin was. Bitcoin was, yes, the ability to transfer money into Bitcoin and to move it freely, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Can't do that with wire accounts. That can be shut down. You can't shut down the transfer of Bitcoins. That's fantastic. Love it for that reason. I also love it for the reason that it's a true, it's a pure play as a commodity, right? It is a pure play as an investment. There's limited supply, a 21 million in Bitcoin case, which means over time it must go higher. So, but see, that's how, it sh- in my opinion, it should be marketed exactly that way. Because these truckers, I don't believe, will be able to see the benefits of using Bitcoin. Not, not, to, not to the extent they're not scared, scared to death about being found out, you know. Um, I'm not the expert here, but it was a fun conversation last night online we had, and I wanted to share it with you here. All right, folks, listen, I'm going to go ahead and wrap today. Uh, look, it's going to be an interesting weekend. You know the game plan we have in place here. Come join us at VRInsider.com for a couple free weeks. See if this is for you. We're not day traders. We, we are position builders. And kind of long-term swing traders here with our ETF positions. And I just sense that, uh, again, we're talking about a perfect setup, folks. A lot of fear. A lot of fear in the market. you got rate hikes coming. And you got war possibly breaking out. I'm, this, this is when you salivate to buy. This, this is when you say, okay, i got to have my ducks in a row to get my buys. So I'll, this is the time to be the smart money. I'm going to go against all my instincts and do what the smart money does, and I'm going to act instead of react. All right, folks. Hey, we're always here for questions. If you have any questions about it, call, uh, contact us anytime. I'm open for phone calls as well. We love what we do here, and uh, we always appreciate you joining. Hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you back here again Monday after the close.